Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today we're talking about data visualization and reporting. Because at the end of the day, you have all these great things going on with your numbers in your business. But if you don't actually know how to look at the information or if the information isn't presented in a way that actually is valuable, then it's kind of like, what's the use of it? So I have a phenomenal expert on managing partner of Pineapple Consulting Group, Jack. So stay tuned. Welcome to another episode of the Finance and the Accounting Show. This is the place to go for small business owners. If you're looking for a great way to understand the finance and the accounting side of your business, you're in the right place. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. So to keep you from waiting, let me just bring Jack in. Hey, Jack, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Terrell. Thanks for having me absolutely absolutely so it's definitely a pleasure to have you on and i mean like i said living in the world that that we both live in from you know finance and accounting what you do is so phenomenal and it's so essential in the world we currently live in i appreciate that <laughs> no I, I i and i don't say it just to flatter you it's one of those the big challenges that you know we've had and anytime like i've worked in like you know for fortune 500 companies to working with wall street analysts and even working with this operations team so where it's like we're beyond that time where people just see numbers on a page and people just follow it's like you know you have to almost present the numbers in a way that tells a story so i'm excited to talk about what you do but before we jump into the details of it, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of, you know, what's what's Jack's story? <laughs> Absolutely. It, uh, it's not the most exciting story, honestly. It's probably <laughs> fairly standard for a lot of entrepreneurs out there where went to college, studied, uh, in my case, something around like the math side of finance. Basically, I made up my own major in college um, and then worked in the insurance world, worked in big corporate America, got a you know couple internships and all that stuff. Um, was there for a few years and I was an analyst in a few different capacities. This is kind of a leading to kind of what we're going to be talking about. It's kind of where my uh, love of dashboarding and things like that started because as an analyst throughout the company in the big corporate world, um, I was given like, you know, three to five minutes to present to the CFO of the department or the higher ups or my boss's boss's boss, whatever it was. So I had to communicate the whole story in three to five minutes, which you can't just throw numbers on a page. So um, I started making dashboards because it just communicated everything easier and I didn't even have to talk in the meetings. Um, so I loved that, did that for a while, um, had a wide variety of roles there, um, but really loved the analytics side. And because of that, and because of I, I always wanted to run my own business and be an entrepreneur, kind of merged those two up and founded Pineapple Consulting, um, went full-time in it, April of 2020, which at the time I thought was the middle of the pandemic, which is pretty funny to look back on now. <laughs> you know, it's one of those those, those very interesting like timing pieces because you know I, I I left my full time corporate role back in March of 2020, and not realizing like you know some people are saying hey you know we'll be back in the office six weeks from now and then it came into like hey we'll be back three months from now and then six months then it's just like who knows <laughs> yeah. it's all right i guess this is just what we're going with until it changes <laughs> and you know, it, you know that's why i think it, it's so interesting because even like as we you know we've seen that change happen 
you know, it seems like it's even more vital to be able to actually tell a story with your numbers. So have you seen people gravitate more to the type of work that you do? Yeah, I think so. Because there's kind of been two groups throughout the pandemic. This probably applies, applies to a lot of different industries. Um, for data specifically, for financial data, it's either been, I can't spend money on anything and data and visualizing it is the last thing on my list. Or the folks who are, okay, we're in crunch time and I got to figure out what I'm spending on. I really got to know my numbers. So the only thing I want to invest in is something with data and visualization. Um, and I've seen more people in that latter group than the former. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, to me, that makes sense. I would say as a business owner myself, and I mean, I have a little bit of a bias from my background and, you know, FPNA and where really, I mean, that was what my job was, is providing information to the board or to investors or to the leadership team of how do I tell the story with the numbers? so that they know what actions they need to take next. I mean, and it, it seems like now is if you don't understand the story of your numbers, it's like, how in the world do you know what to do next? Right. Yeah. What's guiding you? It's kind of, that's what the data tells you. It's, it's almost like a business coach um, that just kind of guides you in the right direction. Absolutely agree. Awesome. Now I'm curious, how did you come up with the name? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> So I would love to say it's just because I love pineapples, which I do. But um, so I'm originally from Connecticut um, and I moved down here and a big thing was Southern hospitality, right? So everybody's welcoming down here in Charlotte. Um, and so pineapple is a representation of Southern hospitality, as a lot of folks know. Um, what really sold it for me, though, honestly, is pineapple kind of represents vacation to me as well. So I'm a beach kid. I, I love going to the beach for vacation. Um, so my ideal vacation is like going to a beach, drinking something out of a pina colada or like, like a pina colada out of a pineapple or something like that. <laughs> and the average small business owner obviously can't really take that type of vacation where you just shut off and totally relax. So if I could help a business owner get to do that, even just for a day, um, have that vacation feeling, uh, I, I would absolutely love it. So that's, that's the whole embodying of the pineapple name. Ah, got it. Got it. So it, it makes a lot of sense. It, it makes a lot. Of, you know, when I saw it, I was like, you know, there has to be a story behind that. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> but I, I think that's, you know, I, I'm curious as to how much that has played into, like I said, the brand and the way that, you know, people come to understand, you know, the value of what you do. Because I, I think I, as a business owner, you know, sometimes, you know, we we can talk about the services that we do. And, and a lot of times, like even for myself, a lot of my services, they're very similar to other people. But what people tend to gravitate to is the story. And, and you know, what and how have you seen people, you know, gravitate to the story of your business? It's, it's, a, it's a really good question, because I, I think I always get the question, where the heck did pineapple come from? And I, and I know uh, I know in your business, too, it's all it's all about the story to your point right there. Um, the brand has been a big piece of it. People know me as Pineapple Jack, and I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I have a very, very good referral partner who sends me all sorts of business. And at one point, he was like, actually, I don't, what was your last name again? I just call you Pineapple Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so it, there's a certain brand to it. And it honestly was not by design, but it's worked out well. Um, and the other piece that I kind of cheesily associate is that, oh, like, you're visualizing yourself on vacation drinking out of a pineapple. 
well, I'm going to help you visualize your data first. And it's kind of like uh, this weird little cheesy thing that I get to correlate between the two. <laughs> nice. I, you know, I, I think that there's so much, there's so much valuable um, psychology behind that. Because one of the things that, you know, I started learning when I was, you know, starting my business off is just the psychology of the buyer. And one of the things that came up in that was like, you know, when people are in a good mood, when they think about your business, it's just like it makes it it makes the relationship that you're going to have with them flow a lot better as opposed to, you know, it's part of the reason why I don't like doing tax, because most people, when they think about tax, they have all these bad feelings and emotions. And I'm like, I don't want to be connected to that. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's <laughs> a great reason not to do tax. Not that there aren't a dozen already. But it's so true, too. Because <laughs> it's one of those things that I thought about. I'm like, man. Maybe, you know, it's a reason why people only talk to their tax person maybe once, maybe twice a year. And it's just because it's like there's all of these bad emotions that they connect with it. I'm like, man, you know, if you're thinking about pineapples and vacations, like, hey, you know what? That's a great strategy. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a really good point. I may have subconsciously done that, but again, happy accident. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. So, you know, one of the things I want to go back to, you talked about, you know, just kind of in your history with, you know, just being with tons of data. I mean, with from, you know, working in, you know, financial sectors from different aspects to just trying to be able to tell a full story in three minutes. And, you know, and I think that's one of those worlds where a lot of finance and accounting professionals are finding themselves in. And, from talking to them, many of them feel highly, highly underprepared to be able to do that. Um, so how did you start to kind of get better about being able to tell a concise story or tell a complete story in three minutes? You know, it, it comes with practice for one. Um, there's, there's books on it out there. There's, believe it or not, there is a book, there's several books about picking the right visual for whatever data you're showing. And there's a lot of like studies around it too. And not that I've read every single one by any means. A lot of it has just come from practice, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the conversation with the client. So if I know that we're focusing on, we'll just use simple examples. I don't know, like revenue and profit. Um, if I know they're focusing on revenue, then all right, we're going to have a big KPI, big key performance indicator at the top that is revenue and it is plus 5% year over year or whatever the number is. And so boom, right there, easy. You kind of know it. Then we have like the revenue trend graph. So you can see the past 12 months, past 24 months, whatever. You can have your future months if you have a budget in there too. Um, it kind of sticks around what is most meaningful to the client, which is reflected in those key performance indicators, of course. And then building out kind of how they run their business within a dashboard. Mm -hmm. So like I said, that normally starts with the big, bold numbers and colors uh, in their brand colors, of course, too. The KPIs at the top. And then if there's somebody that is very like recurring revenue, it's okay. Just picked up a new client. So 12 months later, I'm still going to have that client. What does that look like for my total revenue? So in that case, we build a visual that's forward looking, right? Um, if it's kind of one hit wonders and projects here and there, then it's maybe something marketing focused or a little bit of like cost per acquisition or something in that realm where it's that big visual under the KPIs is telling them how that individual project is selling, how that individual 
uh, services selling, whatever it is. So it, it really ties into how they run their business and then whether they're looking kind of in the moment or forward looking. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that makes a lot of sense. Now, you know, when you started, you know, kind of building these dashboards, you know, what was kind of people's perception when you started, you know, really introducing them to a dashboard view of the numbers? <laughs> Most people said, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, that, that's kind of where it started. It's, it's a bit of a new concept in the small business world. Um, I know there's certainly some early adopters. It's becoming a bit more mainstream, I would say, fully embedded in the corporate world. So for the folks that have recently started a business and just came out of the corporate world, it's a bit more ingrained. But the conversation goes like, okay, would you rather look at a black and white income statement from your tax guy that you see once a year or look at these charts and graphs in your brand colors? And they start to kind of like, oh, okay, all right. Obviously not just the black and white boring piece of paper. And then uh, in my business, very much seeing is believing. Um, it's all about the visuals. So showing them an example of, look, here's your bar graph and here's your trend. And, uh, you know, here's your percent to budget each month kind of thing. And they get to see that visually. Uh, it makes a lot of things click for them. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of an educational process um, going through from when I started and still is today. Gotcha, gotcha. So now, if people are interested in checking out your, you know, seeing some of your work, where can they find you online, or where do they go online to find? It? So, absolutely, and thank you for that. Um, first place is my website. Honestly, um, I'm all over LinkedIn too, but best place is probably my website, which is pineapplecf.com, as in pineappleconsultingfirm.com. Um, I've got all sorts of examples on there. I've got actually just put in a a demo so you can actually go in and play with a sample dashboard that I have embedded in my website. Um, so all sorts of fun stuff. It's obviously a very visual website and you'll, <laughs> you'll know you're on the right site because there's a pineapple on the beach as the background. <laughs> all right. I want to give people a little bit of a taste of it because I'm looking at the website. I mean, by the way, super cool website. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some awesome things here i mean from the you know the, the gathering the data the visualization i mean even just some of these dashboards here are phenomenal um and i know you and i talked about this before i mean with some of these dashboards with something like this if someone's like well you know i don't know if, you know are these all custom built for every single client for the most part um i have a i have a kind of a starter offering, if you will, that is just templated off the shelf, kind of just like, what's your whistle a little bit to, um, to kind of get the feel of a dashboard for your business. But for the most part, everything I do is pretty customized. Got it. Got it. Now, for one of the questions that some people may have is, you know, when they see something cool like this, they're like, you know, is it in a proprietary software? Is it something that they can share with their team? Or, you know, how do they how do they get access to it once they work with you on that? Right. Great question. Um, a lot of times, honestly, I'm just playing around in Excel. Um, Excel is absolutely my best friend. Um, I'll, I would say the majority of my dashboards are in Excel and they're just completely customized uh, to whatever business we're working on. The other offering I do is web-based, um, slim minority in terms of percent of my business but it's through a program called Google Data Studio. Um, and that's actually the one I have embedded on, on one of the pages on the website. 
and it's very similar also super customized um you can share it with just obviously like any google thing through just an email address or anything like that um or we can put it protected somewhere or whatever but um yeah google data studio and excel are my main two um google data studio is just a visualization platform that makes um actually the the one that you're showing on the screen there's the third one from the bottom or the third one down okay. rather okay um, so it all looks kind of the same, but whatever makes sense for the client, whether it's sharing on Dropbox or having a shared Google Drive or whatever it is, um, sharing is a fairly easy thing to get through in my business. And I want people to be able to see that. Like, I mean, this looks super cool. I mean, to be able to, like I said, see the story of your data, be able to see the you know, the KPIs, I mean, even just the, the geo view of it, I mean, just to see it on the map, like, like that's huge for any business, especially if you're trying to figure out, you know, where your sales are coming from, what geography and all of that great stuff. I mean, that is huge and it looks amazing, you know. Thank you. <laughs> I agree though. It's, it's very big to see. Um, and even obviously that's a, that's a total US map there, but even if we just did something, you know, we're, we're both Charlotte based. So if we did something that was just like Mecklenburg County or something, mm -hmm. you could go down to the zip code level um, and wow. see which zip code is doing best or not. So there's, there's a lot of cool functionality with that. Got it. Got it. Now, something else that caught my attention on your page is I see the videos here. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what can people expect from the videos here? <laughs> uh, a lot of the videos are just these quick little minute long things. Um, cause I don't have a short attention span. I know a lot of other people don't either. So I try and do everything in under a minute, but it's basically just, here's my business. Here's something cool that I made. This might help you. I don't know, but I just wanted to share. That's kind of yeah. the gist of all the different, um, videos on. There's a few different interviews that run longer and stuff, but it's a lot of just demonstration and here's how the dashboard works. And I have one that's like, here's how to update it with it's in Excel. And I timed it out. I think it took like a minute and 30 seconds or something like that. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So again, where can people find you online and on social media? Um, can you repeat that for the audience again? Yes, absolutely. So that website we're just looking at is uh, pineapplecf, as in consultingfirm.com. And then LinkedIn is the other one. Um, you can Google or sorry, you can LinkedIn search, I suppose. Uh, either Pineapple Consulting Firm or my name, Jack Tompkins. Um, and I will hopefully be one of the first ones to show up there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, you know, one question I always like to ask every guest that comes on, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm very interested in your perspective on this is when you think about, you know, the, the things that you kind of learned from your career to now being in business and the clients that you've worked with, you know, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other small business owners? Two pieces of advice. Um, for small, well, <laughs> uh, I have, I feel like one of them has to be trust your data or look at your data rather. <laughs> um, it's always, it's always nice to know. And I, I say this all the time. There's everybody got into business with their gut instinct, right? I, I think this is going to work and that's run my business through your gut. Nothing wrong with that. Just give data a seat at the table. Um, I like to say you can be completely right with your gut instinct. You can be completely profitable with the help of data. So that would be oh, number one. Um, number two is, I would say, kind of almost sticking with a theme, um, maybe just the broader theme of visualization is whatever you're offering out there, 
make it so that you can understand it in three minutes, right? Or even just look at something real quick and understand, get a number revenue up year over year, 5%, like we we're talking about earlier, get that in five seconds. So something that's very, very quick to digest, and whether it's you're selling something or you're trying to run it internally or whatever it is, um, make sure it is kind of concise. And I'm obviously very partial to visuals in order to get that done. Awesome. I absolutely love it. And I love what you said about, you know, that, you know, that your data, it really is the key to you being profitable. I mean, that that, that is huge. I absolutely love it. Well, Jack, thank you so much for coming on, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jack Thompson's AKA Pineapple Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Terrell. Always a pleasure to talk with you, man. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Finance and Accounting Show. If you like what you heard, don't be selfish. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and then share this with a friend because you know a business owner that could definitely use this insight. So be sure to hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend, and turn on the notification bell so you get all the updates when we release a new episode.